Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, October the 4th, October the 4th, 2022, and uh, it's the morning podcast or the daily podcast. Um, So um, great to have you guys. We're, we're, we've mixed up the schedule a little bit today. We've started a little earlier than we normally do. So, uh, you know, those that are listening live, you know, you're kind of you're like, wait, Terry's on. What's going on? Um, but, yeah. So we jumped in about seven, about 15 minutes early at 7 o'clock today. So good morning, everybody. Welcome, everyone, to today's podcast. Good morning, Lou. Good morning, Jerry. What's up, brother? Hope you guys are doing well over there in St. Augustine. You got some of that uh, rain from or flooding from Ian too. So people, a lot of cleanup, a lot of uh, rebuilding yet to do with that. And we'll have for a long, long time south of here. So, And also out on the East Coast, Daytona, uh, like I said, Jacksonville, St. Augustine. So. All right, you guys, let's, uh, we're going to be reading Psalm 23, which isn't super long, but um a very, very famous, very well-known psalm, right? Psalm 23, as we walk through the psalms. Yesterday we did Psalm 22, which was very, very long, longer. Psalm 23, not so long, but loaded with uh, really powerful stuff. Probably, um, I would dare to say probably the most popular psalm of all, the shepherd's psalm, right? Um. I don't know of one that would be maybe Psalm 53 is also or Psalm 51 is a popular one, but oh man, it would be hard to argue against Psalm 53 as the most popular psalm. And what's what we're going to do today? And then we're going to take this reading out of C.S. Lewis. Good morning, Mark and Diana. Good morning, Sandra. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you guys on. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's do it. See what the Lord has to say to us today from Psalm 23. And then we'll do this reading from C.S. Lewis. Let's do it. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Hmm. Wow. Uh, The Lord is my... So this is the shepherd's psalm, right? The Lord is my shepherd. You know, I think I'll sing about that first line, the Lord is my shepherd. Um, that says that that says a lot. This is a lot about God, right? That God is a shepherd; that He guides us, He um, He cares for us, He looks out for us, He He provides for us. Um, it also says something about us to to say that, right? To uh, for us for for the psalm writer to say, "The Lord is my shepherd." It's, it's that is a an act of surrender. To say, "The Lord is my shepherd," like I'm not I'm not trying to shepherd myself. I'm turning myself over to the Lord. I'm the Lord is going to be my shepherd. Good morning, Alex. What's up, man? Good morning, Jamie. We're, we're a little earlier today. Seven. We jumped on at seven. I think we might start jump, going at seven. So I'm just saying, maybe that might happen because I think it's just a better time slot. But anyway, 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 today we're at seven. Normally seven fifteen, but today's seven. But anyway, when we say the Lord is my shepherd, 
I think, you know, it's a, it's a statement of surrender, right? I'm, I'm, it's saying I'm not shepherding myself. I'm not trying to run my own life, but I'm letting the Lord lead me, right? So, man, what if we start off today like that? Just let's just start there, right? Like to right now, like from the get go, like Lord, you are my shepherd today. The Lord is my shepherd. Terry is not the shepherd today. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is the shepherd of my life. And because of that, what does the song write? What does the uh, the, the psalm writer say? I lack nothing because he provides. He's going to make sure I'm okay. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Wow. He brings me. He brings me to good places, man. You know. If you look over your life, God's brought you to some good places. Now, we wander off, man. God brings us to good places, and then we wander off <laughs> like a crazy lake, like a crazy dumb sheep, right? God brings us to a good place, gives us a good job, gives us a good community, gives us a good church family, gives us a good wife, husband, relationships, good friends. And what do we do? If we aren't careful, if we start running our own lives and not letting God lead us, what happens? We run off. We run off and go our own way. We start just venturing off like a dumb sheep. And we're like, what? where are you going, bro? So it's a daily daily reminder. Today, the Lord is my shepherd. I'm going to let the Lord lead me, and he will lead me by green pastures. He's going to take me to quiet waters. He's going to bring me to peace, places of uh, abundance and peace and life. Yeah, that's what the Lord does, and that's what he wants to do for you. Sometimes, you know, we wonder, like, why is my life not filled with peace and and abundance. Well, are you letting the Lord lead you? Because that's where the Lord will lead you. But if you're not letting the Lord lead you, then you, you're going to end up wandering off to places that are, that are not uh, indicative of those kinds of things. Hmm. He leads me beside quiet waters. Verse 3, he refreshes my soul. Come on, y'all. How many of you needed to have your soul refreshed today? Right here. I mean, you say, I mean, I need my soul refresh right here. I need, I need, my, I need this soul refreshing. Yeah, a lot of us do. Well, it starts with letting the Lord lead us, right? So, letting the Lord be our shepherd, letting Him uh, lead us where we need to go. Let Him coach us and correct us and guide us and take us to those places places of refreshing. Because, man, this world is this world. This world will beat you up. You know that? Yeah, you know that. I know you know that. This world will beat you up, man. It will knock you down. It will uh, it will make you feel less than. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, you know, this is not a Terry, like, therapy session, but I've been kind of in that lately. It's this kind of little funk of, like, man, I, I don't, I don't, feeling like, eh, feeling less than, feeling like, um, I don't know. You know, there's no, no really explanation for it, but it's just like this feeling of like, I, I'm not, what am I doing? You know, feeling like, a, uh, I don't know, a lack of worth, lack of value. Now, I know all those things aren't true, but it's, I'm talking about feelings, right? Just going to that feeling of like, just, um, it's just like, like looking, looking, feeling validation kind of thing. Um, and it's like, where's that, where's that coming from? Like, what is that about? So, you know, I'm, so if ever you, maybe you've gone through seasons like that too, where you're like, man, I need, 
I don't know why I'm searching for validation, why I'm searching for like to feel worth and 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 whatever. Hey, we it's a reminder for all of us. It's the Lord that refreshes, right? He leads us beside quiet waters. Let the Lord lead us. Let the Lord shepherd us. He guides me along the right paths. Man, because we're going to pick the wrong path, right? We're going to pick the wrong path. We lead ourselves, we're going to pick the wrong path. We're going to do it every time. Because, look, here's the thing. Like, um, sheep, they're not real smart. <laughs> right? You know that. Sheep, sheep, they're not the, they're not the, you know, they're not the brightest of the animals. Um, so we, you know, we, we need a shepherd. Oh, by the way, guys, we jumped on a little early today without warning. So if you're wondering, like, hey, what's going on? Like, why, why are you already in like four verses down the psalm? Like, what's going on? We started early. We started at, uh, like 15 minutes ago at seven o'clock. So, um, yeah. Um, so sorry about that. He refreshed my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Yeah. He wants to display his glory through our lives. He wants to display his goodness. He wants to display to others that he is a good shepherd by the way he shepherds us well. Yeah. He wants to shepherd you well, not only for your own well-being, which is true, but he wants to shepherd you and I well. To show others, uh, to show other sheep that he's a good shepherd. Yeah. So we can follow him. We follow him. We follow his lead. And it is a witness to other people that our Lord is a shepherd. Our Lord is a shepherd. He's a good shepherd. He makes us lie down in green pastures. Yeah. For his good name. Even though, verse 4, even though I walk through the darkest valley, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, that. <laughs> Even though you walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Wow. Man, how many of you walk through some dark valleys? I know you have. I know you have. Many of you. I know your stories. I know some of your the pains, the losses, the, uh, the hurts that you've gone through in life. And uh, you've gone through some deep valleys. But you know the truth about it is? is that God walks through with us. He walks with us through the deepest and darkest valleys of life. So even though, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, like God doesn't just lead you when things are going well. God is not just a, a good shepherd when things are uh, going great. He's a good shepherd even when things are rough, when they're bad, when they're hard. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he's with you. Hmm. That's the, and now honestly, that's how you tell the, the the test of any anything, right? How do how does it stand up when things get hard, right? I mean, it's one thing to be uh, even a friend. It's good to be. It's easy to be a good friend when everything in your friend's life is going well and they don't have any problems. But are you, but the the true measure of a good friend is how 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 is that person when I'm going when I'm hurting, man, when I'm going through it. And the true measure of the goodness of God is not just that God is a good shepherd when things are going well in our lives and um, abundance and prosperity and peace are happening, but he's uh, a loving Heavenly Father. He's consistent even when we go, even when we walk through the deepest, darkest valley. Thanks be to God that he doesn't abandon us. 
Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mary, Amber, Ms. Simmons. Welcome, everybody. We jumped on a little early today. We jumped on at 7, about 15 minutes early. So we're down through, uh, like, halfway through Psalm 23 right now. I know I didn't give any warning. I know I didn't give any warning. Um, but we're just talking about the Lord is my shepherd, and the Lord led me. The Lord led me. The Lord led me to Psalm 23 and to start early. See, here's the thing. Somebody out there was usually don't even don't even hear the podcast, but they did hear it because we started at seven, and they need to be reminded that the Lord is your shepherd. That's what happens. God uses these things, man. He uses these things. Now, those of you that logged on to Psalm 15, he needs to be your shepherd too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I mean, he's testifying about the about what it means to have the Lord as your shepherd. That I'm gonna, there, I'm willing to, I can walk through the deepest, darkest valleys of life, and what? I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You know that. I know a lot of people that doesn't make sense to them, but for those that have walked through some uh, some darkness of the soul, some dark nights. Uh, you know that uh, the presence of God is everything, man. It, the presence of God is everything. And you can go through anything with the presence of God. That Moses, well, we've talked about it before, but Moses learned that in Exodus. Throughout the story of Exodus, Moses learned that, that the presence of God was the difference maker. Like, I can't do anything without God, but with God, I can do all things. And I don't want to do anything without the presence of God. If you don't go with me, I don't want to go. That's what uh that's what Moses learned. That's what he had and that's what every every person who's walked with the Lord, you, you get to that point. You're like, I, I can go if I know that the Lord is with me. And because I know he's with me, I can go even through the deepest and darkest valleys. Yeah. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Those were the uh, the instruments of a shepherd, right? That's what a, a a physical shepherd would use to to and still does to guide the sheep, a rod and a staff, to to kind of guide the sheep, to correct the sheep. They got the little hook on it, little shepherd hook. Grab them by, come pull them back. Because because we because sheep will they just run off? They just run off, man. They just run off into danger, in peril. They'll run off, you know. They run off on their own. They don't pay no attention. You got the shepherd got a shepherd sees the perspective. The shepherd knows when it's time to move on to greener and better pasture. So you lead that the shepherd lead. Your rod, your staff, rod of correction. Mm. Pop, little pop, <laughs> pop on the back leg. Hey, get over here. Get back in line. Mm. How many of you know? How many of you know? Sometimes we need a little pop on the back, pop on the back leg. Get back in line, boy. You know it's true. You know it's true. We got the, uh, you know, we need the, we need the shepherd's staff of guidance and direct. We can see the staff. We just follow, you know, the staff, the presence of the shepherd is indicate where the staff is there. So we we look for his staff, his presence. God is with us. We also need a little, little pop on the butati. <laughs> Sometimes you need a little pop on the butati to get you back in line. Correction. Sometimes you need a little strong correction. I know I have, you know. We sheep can get stubborn. We can get stubborn. Lord try to lead us, but we stubborn. We don't want it. Um, but his rod, his staff, they comfort us. Verse five. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Wow. 
You bless me, man. Even when things, even in the presence of my enemies, even people who despise me and hate me and are against me, you, God, you, my shepherd, you provide a table before me. You provide for me in spite of all the craziness that's coming against me. You find ways to bless and encourage and strengthen and nourish me. Mm. Yeah, that's what God does for us. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm. In the presence of those who would oppose, those who would um, resent you, he prepares a table for you to eat and be provided for. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. God does that. God anoints with all he, he his presence surrounds you his goodness surrounds you You're, he he consecrates you he dedicates you he he loves you he he sets you apart for his good for his good love and good grace your cup overflows what just your 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 cup everything you could contain it's he gives more than you could ever contain he gives more peace more grace more love more assurance. It overflows. We say that. You know, when, when our, our hearts are overflowing with joy, just, my cup overflows, man. I'm just, I'm just filled, so filled with joy and, and thankfulness and gratitude. He makes our cup overflow. Hmm. Verse 6. Surely, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Hmm. This is a beautiful image. So you think about a, a flock, a flock of sheep. And the image is here like we're following the shepherd. And you're one of those sheep in that flock following the shepherd, you know, along, along with the other people of God. And then behind you are some little sheep. <laughs> behind you are some little sheep. One little sheep called goodness, a little sheep called mercy. <laughs> or, or love, you know, depending on the translation. One little sheep behind you called goodness, the other little sheep behind you called love, and says, surely goodness and mercy, they're going to follow me all the days of my life. Come on now. What he's saying is when you follow the Lord, when you follow the shepherd, the chief shepherd, and your sheep, your sheep following the Lord, follow, and then what's going to be following you are some little sheep, little sheep, little cute little sheep, one called goodness, one called mercy, and those little sheep called goodness and mercy, they're going to follow you as you follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's following you, man? Surely goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy is following you. Goodness and love is following you. It's going to go with you everywhere. Because that, that follows Jesus, too. <laughs> that follows the Lord, too. Goodness and mercy, they go everywhere God goes. And so when you're following God, surely goodness and mercy, they follow them, too. Mm -hmm. They're going to follow you. They're going to be around you. You ain't better. I'll say, you ain't, can't be out, you ain't gonna be able to outrun it. Everywhere you go, there's gonna be surely, sure, surely goodness and mercy. Surely it's not a person, right? But I mean, not a sheep. Surely, <laughs> there's three. Surely goodness and mercy. No, it's just uh, goodness and mercy. Goodness and love will follow you all. How long? All the days of your life, as long as as for every every uh, breath that you breathe, goodness and mercy will be with you. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise God. 
I will be in his house. If he's my shepherd, and since he is my shepherd, goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life, and I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And there's no downside. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. He brings me to green pastures. He makes me lie down by quiet waters. He corrects me. He guides me for his name's sake. Hmm. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right, you guys, let's jump on over to C.S. Lewis's reading for today. It's a reading called A Chuckle in the Darkness. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We switched it up a little bit, started a little earlier today, so I'm glad you guys found us. Uh, you can always go back and catch the beginning uh, if you missed those first few verses by logging on at the normal time. Uh, but we'll probably be 7 o'clock again tomorrow, too, just FYI. So, A Chuckle in the Darkness. I was trying to figure out this fall schedule, you know what I'm saying? A Chuckle in the Darkness by C.S. Lewis is from a, uh, the book he wrote, A Grief Observed. And uh, as he was uh, processing his own grief with the passing of his wife. So here we go. Can a mortal ask God, ask, sorry, start, let me start this over. Can a mortal ask questions? which God finds unanswerable. Hmm. Quite easily, I should think. All nonsense questions are unanswerable. So there's that old question. Can you, is there a question that God can't answer? Well, there are if there's unanswerable, if it's an unanswerable question. <laughs> if it's a question that is illogical, <laughs> there's no like, you know, no, 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 there's a, it's a nonsensical question, then yeah, God can't answer a nonsensical question. How many hours are there, like, he gives again, here's an example. How many hours are there in a mile? That's a nonsensical question. Is yellow, is yellow square or round? Probably half the questions we ask, half our great theological and metaphysical problems are like that. Hmm. But some of the questions that we just get so hung up on, like some of them are nonsensical, they'll make sense in the end, right? They'll make sense when we can see everything. It's like asking what, what shape yellow is. Well, it's, it's a nonsensical question. And sometimes C.S. Lewis is saying, some of, he says, some of our, I think our, our, philo our philosophical and our theological questions that we get so hung up on actually are kind of irrational. Once we know the whole story, we're going to find that they were nonsensical. And now that I come to think of it, there's no practical problem before me at all. I know the two great commandments, and I'd better get on with them. <laughs> I love that. The two great commandments. What are they? Love God, love others. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. So people say I say strength funny, by the way. I don't know. I, I mean, I can't tell, but apparently I say strength, strength funny. And so then I try to switch it, and then I think I switch it wrong. I don't know. Strength. I don't know. That sound funny? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds right to me, but I know some people say, like, he doesn't say it right. Strength. strength. I don't know. I can't, I don't know. Anyway, but every time I say it now, I think about it because, you know, people gave me a hard time about it, you know. But anyway, so it, it, regardless, um, we know that the greatest commandments are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. He's like, you know, the, the most important things we know. We get hung up on all these sidebar theological and metaphysical questions, but the biggest things that we need to be doing is to love the Lord your God with everything and to love your neighbor as yourself. Get on with that. 
Indeed, H's death has ended the practical problem. His wife's death has ended the practical problem. While she was alive, I could, in practice, have put her before God. Mm. That is, could have done what she wanted instead of what he wanted. Wow. If there'd been if there if there'd been a conflict. What's left is not a problem about anything I could do. It's all about weights of feelings and motives and that sort of thing. It's a problem I'm setting myself. It's a problem I'm setting myself. I don't believe God set it for me at all. Hmm. The mystical union on the one hand, the resurrection of the body on the other. I can't reach the ghost of an image, a formula, or even a feeling that combines them. But the reality we are given to understand does. Reality, the iconoclast, once more. Reality is the breaks all these, these, uh, myth, these uh, beloved social uh, just traditions and constructs. Reality. reality. Reality is like breaks through the fog, right? Heaven will solve our problems, but not, I think, by showing us subtle reconciliations between all, between all our apparent, apparently contradictory notions. So heaven's going to solve our problems, not by giving us all these little cute answers to all the riddles of life. No, 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 no. Heaven will solve our problems. Uh, the notions will all be knocked from under our feet. We shall see that there never was any problem. Hmm. Wow, I love that. He's like, heaven is not like, oh, you know, it's like going to be a big storehouse for, you know, uh, uh, these unanswered riddles. Oh, yeah, where do I find the answer to that? that no, the reality of the glory of God, the reality of heaven, the reality of the presence of Jesus, the reality of his sovereignty, the reality of the fact that he is and was and always has been, the reality of all of that and more than I could even fathom, when we see him, it's not that we're going to get all these little answers that we've been looking for, but the reality of Jesus, the reality of God, omnipresent, omniscient, for all time, is going to blast through, and all those questions and riddles and uh, perplexities are just going to crumble beneath our feet and in his presence. Mm. We shall see that there never was any problem. <laughs> there were no conflicts. There were no contradictions. There were no mysteries. Hmm. And more than once, that impression, which I can't describe except by saying that it's like the sound of a chuckle in the darkness, the sense that something's some shattering and disarming simplicity is the real answer. Ooh, do you get that? That uh, it's like a it's like a chuckle in the darkness. Like you're, it's in the darkness, and you're like, man, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. I, this is so confusing. There's, what about this, and what about that? And C.S. Lewis says that that whole thing, like that feeling, that human feeling, is almost like a chuckle in the darkness. It's like God just chuckling in the darkness, saying, "It's gonna make sense. <laughs> it's gonna make sense." And, and in some ways, it's not going to need to make sense in light of His glory, because He will. Put, make all the pieces fall into place. There really never was a mystery. So our, in our darkness, you know, so some of you are in a mystery today. You're like, I don't understand why this is happening. I don't understand why that's happening. I don't understand why this is going the way it is. Can you just uh, imagine 
a chuckle in the darkness. <laughs> it's all under control. It's all under control. The shepherd knows what he's doing. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever when God is your shepherd. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for being on today. Let's, uh, let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, uh, thank you. Thank you that you are a good shepherd and that you lead us uh, to green pastures besides quiet waters. You refresh our souls. Some of us need our souls refreshed today. So we ask that you would replenish us, renew us. God, I pray that uh, we would follow you today. We choose to follow you today, to, to let you be our shepherd. So we choose to follow and obey and to go where you lead us. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever they're facing, whether they're going, through a, going to a mountaintop or through a deepest valley. Lord, may they cling to you. May they draw strength and hope and encouragement from you. And may you be close to them in a mighty, mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on. We did start a little early, so that may have thrown you for a loop. We're going to jump on at 7 again tomorrow, same thing, uh, a little earlier, so about 15 minutes earlier. I know it kind of mixes, mixes things up for your morning routine, and I know how we are about our morning routines, but uh, so that'll be tomorrow at 7 o'clock. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being a part. Thanks for liking, sharing, subscribing, all those things. Really appreciate you guys, uh, your encouragement and feedback on that. If you ever need to give me any feedback about the podcast, you can do that at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.